Hello and welcome to episode two of Healing Forward Support Podcast. For this episode, Healing Forward Support presents, Is It Okay to Grieve My Living Child? I'm Sandra Eileen. I'm your host. Full disclosure, I am not a therapist. I am a person who has had a magnificent healing and recovery journey. And this podcast and my website, HealingForwardSupport.com, are my gift of hope for every listener to know that there is hope when this journey of life gets to be too much. My goal is that this podcast and website become part of your toolbox and circle of support when you are feeling low. If you are having a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, crisis stabilization unit, or call the National Mental Health Hotline at 800-662-4357, that's 800-662-HELP, or call the Suicide Prevention Hotline at 800-273-8255, that's 800-273-8255 talk for the suicide prevention hotline. Both lines are manned 24-7. And now for our topic, is it okay to grieve for my living child? And this is a question that I have asked myself lots of times over the last many years, and I have made a mountain out of a molehill with this question. All of the feelings you have surrounding the idea of grieving your living child and for grieving for your living children are valid and okay to have. There are no feelings you should not have. All of your feelings are valid. The definition of grief, according to the American Psychological Association, is the anguish experienced after significant loss, usually the death of a beloved person. Grief is often distinguished from bereavement and mourning. Not all bereavements result in a strong grief response, and not all grief is given public expression. Grief often includes physiological distress, separation anxiety, confusion, yearning, obsessive dwelling on the past, and apprehension about the future. Intense grief can become life-threatening through disruption of the immune system, self-neglect, and suicidal thoughts. Grief may also take the form of regret for something lost, remorse for something done, or sorrow for a mishap to oneself. Wikipedia expands on this definition of grief with, Although conventionally focused on the emotional response to loss, grief also has physical, cognitive, behavioral, social, cultural, spiritual, and philosophical dimensions. While the terms are often used interchangeably, bereavement refers to the state of loss, while grief is the reaction to that loss. And then Merriam-Webster adds confusion to what does grief mean by adding these additional definitions. Grief could mean trouble or annoyance. Um, Enough grief for one day is an example. Annoying or playful criticism, getting grief from friends, an unfortunate outcome, as in a disaster. 
And of course, as we've all heard many, many times, there are stages of grief. The five recognized stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. A couple additional stages may be shock or disbelief and guilt. These stages are not experienced in any specific order, and you can be in any and all of the stages individually and or simultaneously. It is okay to come to a point of acceptance and then not feel that you have stayed at a point of acceptance regarding your grief. Based on all of this information, I have come to believe that grief is a specific trauma response. I think the question about, is it okay to grieve, comes from the discomfort our grieving causes others. Other people observing our grief may want to help fix our pain by giving solutions in the guise of at least comments or just do this statements. And they may also interpret and extrapolate our grief as resentment or regret of our children instead of grieving the situation. So about 20 years ago, my middle child was born with obvious disabilities. It took six years to receive a complete diagnosis. In that time, there was much grieving for the life they would not be able to have, and a resentment and occasional regret of the work that was placed on me that I did not ask for or plan for. I learned to keep my life story light, so I did not also have to provide support to the people who had no idea how they would handle my situation if they were in it. It was just easier. Since that time, I have had another child develop disabilities later in their life. Both these kids remember their earlier years and talk about how they grieved, and they still grieve, the loss of the life they hoped for and resent that they had no choice in that matter. How we as society expect grief to play out is that the living grieve the loss of someone who died. We don't usually assign the word grief to other losses, like a marriage or other relationships or job loss, and we might feel some type of guilt for the feelings we have, thinking those feelings are wrong or inappropriate for the situation we are in. My child is alive. I don't have a right to grieve. So we try to shut off the feelings and ignore the stuff, because by acknowledging those feelings, there must be something wrong with us. I think I will always grieve the loss of the potential for the life my disabled kids will never have. I think my disabled kids will also continue to grieve the loss of the potential for the lives they hope to live. In the midst of their individual grieving, their relationship with each other has changed, and they are able to be more of a support to each other now than they were ever able to be before because they have a better understanding of each other and themselves. In the midst of grieving, we have individually and together used those feelings to have conversations and to look for ways to make sure they are living the lives they can with their disabilities and they can measure their perceived quality of life in their terms. I get no say in how I think they should interpret their quality of life. My job is to read the signs they give me, and when something does not look like it's bringing the satisfaction they want, I, as the grown-up, help find and guide to the direction where there is more satisfaction. We have used our feelings of grief to build the lives my kids want to have 
with the disabilities they have. I have learned to let my feelings of grief live parallel with the feelings of joy and pride and love I have for my kids. It took a lot of years to get here. I embrace all of the feelings and live with them and work through them as I watch my kids grow. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to be honest. I want to be able to keep my services and support to others free. And I need an income to be able to be available to people when they need me. If you have found value in what has been shared today, please consider donating at www.healingforwardsupport.com slash become a patron. Or please go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash healing forward. We have a You Are Not Alone support group every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Please go to www.healingforwardsupport.com workshop to sign up to receive the private link for the support group each week. We will be using Chartable.com to help us reach the full potential of our audience. To opt out of being tracked by Chartable, please go to the link that will be in the show notes. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.